The ad says that your home can be stolen from you from just the stroke of a pen. It's designed by marketers to send chills up the spine of the elderly or anybody else that is worried about a place to live. And we're going to talk about that right here. The scam of identity theft right here on the Insecurity Brief. This is the Insecurity Brief podcast. It features tech news and analysis throughout the world. This podcast is made possible through advertising and listeners like you. We need your help. Please subscribe. We know you are out there. If you can't donate, please share this program. We We depend depend on on you. So it's been a while since I experienced identity theft. You see, I am a victim. I was a victim. Uh, And I'm going to continue being a victim because once your information is out there, it's always out there. At least that's what they're telling us. But the truth is, the same groups that caused my identity theft are at it again. And they're doing the title theft rings. You know, these guys just don't go away. And I'm not talking about some lone criminal gang or criminal that's in a corner of a mobile home in the middle of the country, smacked up on meth. I'm talking about corporate America. Because those are the ones that prey on us. Those are the ones that created identity theft, in at least my case. And it caused me... A direct cause and effect was those companies caused me to sit here and say this to you. You see, if they had never gotten me in, put me into identity theft, I wouldn't be on talking about this and writing a couple books and being on multiple shows and talking about what happened to me. Neither would a whole bunch of other people. Because the problem, the basic problem, came down to a group of companies after 9-11 that started posting crap all over the internet and selling your personal information because they wanted to steal more. Nobody would have believed that your information would be out there if these companies hadn't bought ad space, literally, uh, been on countless television programs, bought uh, scripts to influence millions of Americans that their information is for the picking. It ain't yours, it's ours, and we can do whatever we want with it coming along with identity theft. What happened to me was... I have been in computer security pretty much all of my life. I have worked in bank security. I have um, been around trying to make things in computer security. I was in it long before it was a buzzword or even considered. Back before there were firewalls and people just blindly plugged into the internet not realizing that anyone could get at their computer and their devices. 
long time before Windows actually had a firewall product uh, that they instituted on their machines, and you had to use third parties. So what happened to me was one day I went out to get my mail and I saw a business card from a police detective asking me to give him a call. Please call me was written on the back of the card. I immediately called my attorney who told me do not talk to the police. And I know a couple other attorneys that also told me do not talk to the police. I talked to the police. I called him up and asked him what was going on. And he told me that a criminal gang had stolen my information, not just my information, no. I live in a white-collar community um, surrounded by uh, manicured lawns in a neighborhood. And in my neighborhood, four blocks to my uh, west, three blocks to my east, one block to my north, to the north, and seven, I think, blocks to my south. Every home that's in that, in that entire big block area was a victim of a, the same crooks. What they did was there was a company, uh, I think it was uh, Sprint at the time, that was giving out free iPhones if you signed up for their mobile service. Well, I didn't have Sprint, so and the criminals knew that. And they signed me and all of my neighbors up with Sprint, new Sprint accounts. And the way that Sprint was operating back then, what they did was they sent out these new iPhones using, I think it was FedEx Ground. And the driver was compromised by the criminal gang. See, what they were supposed to do is steal the phone from... Uh, the shipment and then sell it on eBay and I guess the criminal gang I don't know how that ended up working what I did find was that the police here got uh, notified by the FBI the policeman told me that police detective told me that and I found that there were five other instances around the United States that this same gang had done the same thing. And that just bothered me. It bothered me because I knew that information was just out there. But credit information and this much, and I had seen, I, I had... You know, I had been a skip tracer. I had worked in the industry and I knew that, you know, you can buy credit reports from CD players if you wanted to. And um, you could even buy credit reports that don't have an inquiry line on them if you pay a little bit more from a couple people that had access. But the thing is, is... I mean, this is really geographically, I mean, what the hell? You know, these addresses 
were unique. I mean, if you think about how city blocks are laid out, who's got that much information? Well, it turns out there's quite a few companies that have that kind of information and for sale. There are companies that we entrust with our security and they've gotten so sloppy that the we can now it's become such a degree of insecurity in our life that we can get a free credit freeze at our at our asking now before the credit freeze there were a bunch of companies that came up including that jerk from lifelock that caused so many people grief you know that idiot put his social security number if you remember the tv and radio ads and uh, print ads this jerk put his social security number on park benches and buses and you know what he didn't have to uh, pay a dime his company did protect him from all the fraud of course the people that had their houses sold to a fraud mortgage ended up getting hurt because once you do the transfer and frauds detected well you got to give the money back um it's not yours so there were countless numbers of people that were involved in activities i think there was like five four or five cars that were purchased using his identity and you know the car dealer that sells the car and then sells the paper to some credit company and then has to take the car back as a used car there's no insurance for him he ends up having to pay for it you know the idea that insurance and banks they protect insurance and banks protect insurance and banks they don't protect anybody on the outside so identity theft became such an issue that companies that protected identity hit the airwaves selling scary ads saying that you can be and i you know i went down that whole rabbit hole myself trying to figure out what was going on and right now little kids are the main target of identity thieves and what you need to do as a parent or if what you need to do to tell parents of children maybe your grandchildren is that you need to tell the the um credit reporting companies who your grandchild is and where your grandchild lives with their social security number and the correct date of birth because it works like this it works like this the credit reporting companies don't know who you are until you apply for credit the system of spying is stupid but this is the way that we live in the united states we have a government issued id number which is a social security number and i'm going to take this apart for you right now because every criminal knows this okay this is not some grand secret there are three numbers three sets of numbers that identify you with your social security number 
the state of issue is the first three digits. So if you have a social security card that was issued in a particular state, it has a unique three digits. Now, your date of birth has is what's called a unit code on social security numbers. And for every year date of birth, there are two different unit numbers. That's the second digit. The fourth, the four digits, the last three are unique. I think they might be random. Maybe they're sequential. Not really sure. I know that dead people's social security numbers have been reissued at this point. But the last four are the are very unique, which if you sign up for services, they repeat back your four digits and your date of birth uh, is also used as some kind of security feature. So if you've been playing along, the only thing that's missing is where the card was issued. Because if we know your date of birth, that's two different unit codes, and we know the last four digits of your social security number, then we're just missing the state. Once we have the state and we know the date of birth, we can grab the other two, um, the other two service numbers that were issued for that particular year with your last four, and there is your social security number and my social security number. Listen, if the government wants to fix the social security number system, they need to reissue social security numbers. Maybe make it a 16-digit number, alphanumeric number, um, and go with that because this current system is really screwed up. So getting back to um, the freeze. So little kids... What happens with identity thieves is they find where children live. Now, you can buy lists of children. I go out to a service and I look for children lists and I try to get them removed every time I see them. And I do, often. But the problem is that 13-year-olds are listed as fodder for the marketing industry because the marketing industry actually wrote every privacy law that's in the United States. They've backed them at state level and at federal level. They've influenced every single one of these. This is the thing that's going on with the social credit thing now. Same companies involved with this. And they're vested in keeping you and me insecure in our lives. I mean, that's their business. And the companies that sell credit protection that go out on the dark net and search for your information. If you, if you use a web browser and you put your social security number in it, that has got to be one of the damnedest, stupidest ideas I've ever heard in my life. You don't want to give it to the Google employees either. And if you think your ISP is bad, wait till you get to them. Those guys, listen, don't use Google if you're going to do anything with your credit reporting company. And if you do go online, 
Don't even use, do it from home, but don't use the same device that you use for social media even. And don't do it from your phone. And these companies, these companies that, um, that have been set up to monitor your credit reporting, what they, there's a protection that was written by Congress for the credit reporting industry. Okay, and that is that that information is non-disclosable unless you download an app and give them permission to log into your credit report system so that you can actually see what's going on. And if you want to get free points for your credit reporting uh, on this credit reporting system, I think it's Spirian, you download their app, they'll give you a, fr a free bump in your credit report. I don't know if they take it away or not, but they'll give you free points, more points to put their app on your phone so they can follow you around and know exactly where you are, know who your friends are and uh, who you frequently call and who you text message because those are the original data brokers. It's not just them. There are a few others that are giants, but they are the ones that created the identity theft system. And then we go on to home title locking, another piece of crap from the same companies. This is the truth. If you go out and you look for a home title lock scam, You'll find a whole bunch of companies trying to sell you policies. Actually, if you go out to the Better Business Bureau, they tell you that this is really uh, a dangerous thing and how you pr can protect yourself better and monitor where you live and check that your title is available and still online um, through your county clerk of records. And chances are it is, and that's a good thing. It's a good thing because our records should be open in our society. I'm not suggesting that we close public records. I'm proposing that public records be public indeed. I don't think that a florist has the right to walk into any... Imagine if you had a park and you had tulips and a wide variety of flowers in the park why can't a florist just go pick flowers from the park anytime they wanted a bouquet and sell them? That's what they do with our data. The idea that these companies can just monitor everything we do, that's what they call it. They call it monitoring. They're watching what we do. And the output for this is straight political manipulation. It's not just manipulation to get you to buy things that you don't need. Oh, everybody gets ads for crap, useless crap. But they try to tell us other things too about whether or not you are for or against the virus. Now, is the virus real? Well, these companies actually know who is this and who is that. And they market their poison to both to separate us. Because separation is power. 
It's power for these companies and government to keep us separated, to not unify in a single belief. Because if we did that, it's danger. It's dangerous for them. And they know that. So keeping your kids safe, one of the things is I've got this instruction on my website, tripelix.com. You can go out there, click on Trips Club, and this is free information. I don't require a username and password for this one. I don't believe you do. It doesn't matter. I'll leave a link in the show description. And what you need to do for your kid is literally send the credit reporting agency a copy of some information, your driver's license that says you're their parent and other assorted stuff. Send that to the credit reporting agencies. There are five credit reporting agencies. Disinformation says that there are three. You send it to all five. There's one that's used for housing and the other one is used primarily for background checks. I think it's for, I think it's for, um, I think it's for employment uh, is what their specialty is. And it's not that it's just the big three. That's my point of this. But we were taught, I was going to talk a little bit about the home title fraud because that is exactly what it is. It's fraud trying to scare people into buying a piece of insurance that they literally don't need. I mean, one of the things from they would, uh, they'll spout the FBI often. And if you try to scour the FBI for this, you find a couple pages, not much. There's a quote, um, if you do home title theft statistics into Google search, you'll get back is there are very few statements available for home title theft cases. The FBI estimated a couple years back that 9,600 U.S. homeowners were victims of title fraud. That's microscopic percentage, slightly more than 0.0001% of roughly 87 million homes in the United States. So what is really big is the paranoia of the 87 million people is probably closer to 15 to 20 percent of that number and if you can get what seven or fifteen dollars a month to lock people's titles which is completely nonsensical and impossible um most uh, town clerks have the records online. You can check this yourself. But this is a thing. We allow this as a society to purvey. It's not the fact that home title theft is not a problem. I'm sure that there's some idiot that's going to go out there and try to do this. And it's called fraud. First, the fraud is that they... Um, they take your title and they make up the documents to sell it to another individual and they title and they file it with the town's clerk's office and then they go to a bank and they 
uh, actually get a loan on the property that you own and uh, say that they are you or that they are them. And the whole thing is fraud, 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 fraud. And there is jail time, big time jail time. And this isn't just illegal at the federal level, it's illegal at the state level. So states can go after it. You don't have to wait for the federal government to uh, get off of its seat to actually investigate. You see, this is the fraud that's perpetrated is the fraud of the radio ad, just like the fraud of the, the identity theft problem. I mean, outside of the meth heads that were running around the United States and then the Nigerians that were uh, sending fake bank checks, you know, these, these problems, these nonsensical problems, uh, identity theft is a real problem. It's a real problem because these thieves can have our information because the big companies se openly sell it. This is the problem. So if you've been affected by identity theft, and I, I'm not talking about having your credit card stolen, that's a, that gets called identity theft, but that's stealing your credit card. And I've had that one happen too. I want to hear back from you. I mean, maybe enough of us get together. Maybe we can go after these data brokers. I'm interested. Are you game? I'm Trip. Until next time, have a good one.